I'm Lemuel Gonzalez, Repentant Sinner, and along with Abney Armstrong, your heavenly host, I invite you to find a place in the pew for today's painless Sunday school lesson, Without Works. This week, we're going to be discussing the radical right and how it's losing its hold on Christianity. On December 18th, 2019, the House of Representatives approved articles of impeachment on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress on the President of the United States. The first charge is based on the President soliciting foreign interference in the upcoming presidential election. The second charge is based on the President's demand that his administration officials ignore subpoenas for documents and testimony. When the articles of impeachment came to a vote on the floor of the House, some Republican representatives made loud protests about the treatment of the president. One congressman compared the impeachment to the bombing of Pearl Harbor, and some topped that ridiculous claim with another even more absurd. Congressman Barry Loudermilk, representative of Georgia's 11th district, made this claim. When Jesus was falsely accused of treason, Pontius Pilate gave Jesus the opportunity to face his accusers, said Loudermilk, who represents Georgia's 11th congressional district. During that sham trial, Pontius Pilate afforded more rights to Jesus than the Democrats have afforded the president in this process. I do want to say real quick, uh-huh. he is uh, only the first of, I believe, four congresspeople who made similar... Yeah, the Pearl Harbor one was pretty bad, adjustments, too. But no, but I mean four people who specifically compared... Trump's treatment to the treatment of Jesus Christ. Really? Yes. Okay, it was not just Mr. Laudermilk. He mm-hmm. was the first, and then people would refer back and agree with his statements. So, Mr. Laudermilk is a man with very contradictory views. He does not believe that the government should compel parents to vaccinate their children, and that it should be a parental decision. At the same time, he believes that the government should restrict abortion rights and intervene in the ability of same-sex couples to marry. So this is a man who touts himself to be... It did sound very strange to me that, oh, the parents, it should be the parents' choice to vaccinate the children, so the parents should be involved in these health care decisions over the children at the expense of the health care of the children themselves. Right, and of the entire society. Right, <laughs> because it puts everyone else at risk mm-hmm. when you don't vaccinate. So... He, on the one hand, is that the government should be intervening on some levels and not intervening on others. It should be getting the middle of parents' rights with their kids. It well, should... because his problem is not, or his, mm-hmm. his, his argument is not truly parental rights or personal rights. Mm-hmm. It's do what I think is correct. Exactly, which is why it, it's not part of a cohesive collection of thoughts. Oh, this is a man who wants to eliminate the EPA. Yeah. Cool. Small government, but not when it means that we have to put people into power to restrict the rights of individuals. I imagine that small government people, or at least I thought they were for the idea of less restrictions in their personal lives. That is now true mostly of people who would consider themselves libertarian. Mm -hmm. Uh, It used to be that the Republicans, yes, were small government. But now they want to legislate you into a very small box and then get to small government. Like, they want to restrict women's health care. Mm-hmm. They want to restrict LGBTQ rights. They want to restrict anything really having to do with women or minorities being anywhere near equity. Right. Uh, and then they want to remove all restrictions on corporations, basically, i.e. removing the EPA, 
no banking oversight, no, and then let the quote unquote market take care of itself, which is how we get back to Victorian times, <laughs> pretty much. We're going to go live in debtor's prison soon. Can't wait. (laughs) So that's sort of, it used to be small government and personal freedoms. And now it's small government and personal freedoms within this very... Limited context. Limited, yes. This narrow, Mm -hmm. ascribed, correct. They want to, they do want to legislate you into a box and then kind of just leave you there to suffer with no support or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So Laudermilk does have these very strange views about when the government should intervene and also making this sort of, it seems like, again, without a consistent train of thought of vaccinating your children or the government not being allowed to vaccinate your children isn't the same as the government intruding into your personal life because well, be- it's for because the safety a, of the larger group. Yeah, there's a lot of doublespeak in, in mindsets like his mm-hmm. where they use the same argument uh, in opposite ways, depending Uh on what they're talking about. So he's also a man who's prone to making wildly exaggerated comparisons. In 2017, he compared the efforts by Republican lawmakers to repeal the Affordable Care Act to the actions of the Revolutionary War patriots, which I I don't see since it's doing the... Well, it's stripping away the rights of people, their ability to get health care, their access to health care. I'm not sure exactly how that's patriotic or... Yeah, he's standing up for the four members of a union who fought to get really, really good health care and might get slightly less good health care, but everybody else also gets health care. Like, it's... This comparison is wild because it doesn't make... Like, in in what way, sir? In what way? Are you... Are you saying that you're going to secede if you have to get health care? Like, what are you talking about? I'm not about? sure exactly <laughs> what his point was, but it, it seems like I believe that hubris he, is his language. His, or, his argument, I think, is you're taking our tax money and using it for something that I don't agree with, mm-hmm. which is a, a bastardization of the no, ta- no taxation without representation. Right. Well, you've been represented, you were outvoted. That doesn't count as no representation. Like it <laughs> but that's right. the argument I think that's being spun, which like I said is it's difficult to follow because it's illogical. It's not just not logical, it's illogical. Right. So, well, we're trying to make sense of it. There is no sense to be made. Well, maybe that's it. That's that's my issue is that I'm trying to understand exactly where this is coming from and how how it's all supposed to work cohesively as a part of a, a philosophy or or a school of thought. And oh, that, it seems... will, that, that, that way leads madness. <laughs> so what we will do tonight is tell you about his uh, probably most recent and, and wild exaggeration, his comparing the impeachment trial to Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk mm-hmm. about all of these hand-wringing arguments that have been uh, made mostly by people who are not actually taken very seriously in mm-hmm. the evangelical or Christian communities, right. um, but are loud voices with microphones in front of them. So they need to be addressed. Mostly in shirt sleeves. For some reason, there's a lot of shouting. I don't understand why <laughs> shouting is the, shouting is the language, and so is exaggeration. Wild yes. and idiotic exaggeration. Exactly. Yes. So we're going to talk about impeachment. What mm-hmm. happened to Jesus? We're going to first right. go into that story because I'm not 
familiar with it? I mean, I'm vaguely familiar with it, but I don't know the ins and outs. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about impeachment, what it is, and why it is not the same. Right. Not That's our thesis. (laughs) I think the first uh, basis for comparison or the lack of comparison between the two events is that Donald Trump entered the impeachment process very much alive. Yes. So there's that. He will, unless... I mean... We can't kill him for what he's done. The Yes. The sentence for what he has done is mm-hmm. to be removed from power. Right. It's not even to go to jail. No. That's later. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. But there is no death penalty on the no. table here. Um, but there are also, like, every other thing about it is not the same either. So... Nearly every point of comparison. On a macro <laughs> level, this isn't going to kill him. I mean, right. unless the stress of it is going to kill him, and that's right. not for me to but say. He's one of the healthiest pre- people who's oh, yeah. ever been president, Absolutely. according to him. And his doctor. KFC will do that to you, I right. guess. I get, yeah, I am primed <laughs> to be the president. Right. My health is on par with our current president, <laughs> at the very least. Uh, so, a few weeks ago, we talked about Jesus' birth. His death and what happened after are equally mysterious. Jesus had offended religious authorities of his day by pointing out the horrible hypocrisy in their application of faith. The ruling body, the Sanhedrin, which was composed of prominent members of the religious factions that interpreted the Mosaic Law, that was the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So, these are Jewish... Leaders? Mm-hmm. Okay. And these were Jewish religious leaders. It's important to remember Jewish that. Jewish religious leaders. They didn't leaders. have a okay. political power. But what they did is they would interpret the Mosaic Law for people and the prophets. Right. And they ran the synagogue. And But you're saying, yeah, the ruling... Religious leaders. The ruling, yeah, the ruling mm-hmm. body and the ruling, it's the ruling of the of the religion, not mm-hmm. of the state, no. as it were. Okay, so I just want to make sure. Rome was in charge of Palestine at the time. Right. And that they uh, were given um, Herod as an intermediary to a, a kind of a puppet leader for the region so that he was the final authority there and then he deferred to Roman authority. Okay. So um, especially in matters of life and death. Where are we talking about? Is current current day Palestine? Well, it, well it, it which was, is that you couldn't find on a map. The, the, yes, so it is uh, Judea. <laughs> I, also it's not. very hard to explain it to people because it's a historical region that's only known in the context. What of, is it today? It would be modern day Israel. Israel, modern day Israel. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, the Sanhedrin they they took issue with Jesus's radical egalitarian interpretation of the law, and want him to be arrested or executed. This is not all the Sanhedrin because there were members of that group that were friends of Jesus, Nicodemus. Joseph Arimathea, people that you've heard about in churches, they were on his side, along with other teachers who were inviting him to come to their house to eat and discuss the law. How many people are make up the Sanhedrin? About? You know, is it hundreds? Is it no, no, dozens? No, 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 no. It's probably less, or a dozen or less. A dozen or less. Right, okay, so, so okay, we're talking about a handful of people. Right, but I'm not sure exactly what the number would be. Okay, and that's again, fine, just to get my eye... We're, we're 2,000 years in the, in the haze, so it's like even any kind of a, attempt to reconstruct it, I'm not really sure exactly what right. it would be. Well, my, my question, too, it goes to, well, some people weren't for it, but some people were. So is this like a 2 versus 200 or 2 versus mm. 10? And and it's closer yeah. to a two versus closer ten. Closer to a two versus okay. ten. 
but we're given those names of prominent uh, Christian converts from the early days who become very important in the early church. But there were probably others because mm -hmm. you frequently read about him speaking to the Pharisees and, and the, the Sadducees. Um, so Jesus was arrested secretly after Passover, which was the Last Supper in that because case. Because Judas kissed him, and right. that's how they knew he was Jesus, which is... The kiss of greeting that he had. It's it's so wild that that's how they did it. Yeah. The one I kiss is the one that's Jesus. Well, couldn't you just literally ask anybody well, which one's Jesus? Now remember, after the the um, the Passover, Jesus uh, Judas left the table. Uh huh. Jesus and the disciples went to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he had a very hard time thinking about his oncoming torture and death. And so they so, just like went on a postprandial stroll. Right, and the disciples fall asleep, and he's <laughs> there praying and literally sweating blood. That's uh, uh, that's a problem. Yeah, it's you a, get that looked at. It, well, what, well, it, it won't be an issue for much it longer. It happens I apparently. People under tremendous physical strain. It happens sometimes. The blood vessels in their forehead burst, and so oh, yeah, it makes I guess. sweat. Yeah, so they literally sweat. Better blood. on the outside of your head than yeah, on the inside, because on the inside, then it's a compared stroke, to what and then was going die. to happen to him that night. Yeah, nothing. Right. Okay, so he so, is arrested. He's arrested, and he's uh, he's held in an improvised trial, one that deliberately excluded Sanhedrin members who were sympathetic to the young rabbi and his social justice agenda. Oh, interesting. And make no mistake, it is a social justice agenda. Right. You know, down with the rich, liberate the poor, feed right. them, all of that. At this trial, the Sanhedrin produced witnesses that conflicted with each other, and the, the frustration that they experienced ran high because they couldn't get anyone to agree on what Jesus said because, again, they were not real witnesses. They were just people pulled out who were saying, well, I heard him say this and heard him say that. Well, if it was only Sanhedrin members that were mm -hmm. uh, pro the end of Jesus, I guess, mm -hmm. or I don't want to say anti-Jesus. No, that because that, that harsh, into that's a, a different thing. But they, yeah, they, yeah. they were on board with this trial and what they knew would be the end of it. Mm -hmm. Why were there conflicting witnesses brought up if the ones that were sympathetic to, the, to him weren't allowed in the... We know that not all of them were. There might have been some there who were more in Ooh, favor of a sneaky. fair trial. Gotcha. Oh, hey, it's because like people those... got pulled in, and the people who they knew would going to were going to work in his favor. The ones that had invited him over for dinner or had him over discussing the law with him, and those people did not get the invitation. But it's likely that there were still some people who were more moderate, saying, mm, "Why is okay. he even here?" That's interesting. That will, mm. we can draw a comparison and to I that really, in a little I bit. I really want to make that clear because there is this very powerful, in the wrong way, interpretation of this event as being an indictment of the Jewish rulers at the time or the Jewish uh, uh, leaders. religious leaders. Yeah. That uh, they were all against Jesus. No, there was a, an attempt to exclude the people who would be, and there were still people who were sympathetic towards him in the right, crowd. But not enough. But it was like enough. seven to five, yeah. and yeah, again, I, I it's like a bad of, ruling on the court, so, the, on the on the Supreme Court. So Jesus refused to speak. He didn't speak very much at all during all the consequent trials that he he had. He was slapped and struck during this one, and so he refused to speak. Was he? He was given an opportunity, and he was like, "I'm not going to take part in this sham would, thing." He said, "Well, he remember, he believed that they were going to kill him, so he didn't feel probably that it was going to make a difference, and it, at worst, he probably said things that 
he was only going to inflame the right, situation. Because he understood that no matter what he said, so at one point he says that someday you'll see me sitting on the right hand of the Father. And that, of course, was the wrong thing to say to these people who right. were out to get him anyhow. So but he said very little. That is, I don't, I hate making this comparison. Please mm-hmm. know that I hate making this comparison. Right. But that's a little like what's happening with the president. Mm-hmm. He has refused to speak. To speak. That's probably the only point of comparison. <laughs> and this is something we'll he include is, in the show notes. He has notes. refused to take part, I should yeah. say. We've, yeah. We're going to include in the show notes where there's a, a comparison and they make that point. Probably the only thing that okay. happened that was similar yeah. is the fact that he's refusing. Because I, I, mm-hmm. do, I don't want to... Like, I do want to look at this objectively, and right. that is a similar thing. However... <laughs> he's not obstructing anyone from speaking on his no. behalf. He's not demanding that That's the other speak. thing. Did, did, did they bring in anybody who would speak on his behalf, or was that not Apparently part of the... not. That wasn't part of the agenda. No. The agenda and it see- wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, the, the witnesses uh, conflicted with each other, and Jesus was physically beaten up. The religious leaders meet again, and here the Gospels is a tell of him being taken um, to the Roman governor. They want him executed. They don't have any grounds to execute him, so they take him to Pontius Pilate, who is not a nice guy, no matter what we see Which of version of it you right. see, yeah. Uh, unable to execute him under Jewish laws, unable to play keep away from the religious leaders who might support him, because again, this was held in the middle of the night, this trial, and it took all night. Okay, so this is one trial mm-hmm. overnight in and, the middle of the night. Right. They okay. send him to uh, to Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate said he's a Jewish citizen. He has rights under that, so send him to Herod. So now he's taken to Herod. Okay. Herod is probably, and we don't have much idea of his motivations, Herod, his father is the... The former Herod that killed all the children at Christmas time. Right. He himself accidentally has John the Baptist executed. Oops. We don't know what his reasoning is behind sending Jesus out of his um, out of his palace because they you know and I imagine he hasn't slept all night. He's been beaten up and he just keeps being dragged from place to place to place. Herod wants nothing to do with him. So so what's happened is the. Sanhedrin, mm-hmm. the, the Jewish council, has had a trial, which was unfair, but mm-hmm. still they were unable, right. even though they deeply wanted right. to find him guilty and put him to death, they could not do that under their own laws. Right. So then they were like, okay, well, I'm sure he's pissed off. The Romans. The Romans. So let's take him to Pontius Pilate, the uh-huh. governor. And he'll find some loophole right. to go ahead and, and kill him under. And he was like, oh, I'm not going to get involved in <laughs> this. not it. I am going to wash my hands. Literally wash my well, hands he does that it. later, but he yeah. actually washes his and hands. And he right. says, yeah, yeah, exactly. He hot potatoed it over <laughs> right. to King Herod, who hot potatoed it back, back to Pontius <laughs> Pilate. All of them were like... We love him dead. We right. do not have the current laws to do that. Well, Herod's... Uh, Which is wild, because all uh, of these these groups have definitely, right. definitely killed people 
with less <laughs> hand, hand wringing and pearl clutching than no, they are all doing. I think there's now, a... granted, they had not killed the purported son of God before. Right. So, is that what their hang up well, is? No, it could be that, and I want to. I wish there was some sort of dramatic presentation about Herod at this moment. Your father tried desperately to kill this guy. Right. Killed an entire as a child, child as a babe. Um, and now you're you're dealing with him, and now you're going to be the one to kill him. It's like, no, I don't want to deal with it. That, that, and he passes it back. But so it's mm. all so that they won't what receive the wrath of God, receive the well, wrath they, of remember, the, his followers. No. Like what John, are they uh, trying to Herod avoid? Had accidentally had John, and that sounds stupid. Accidentally had John the Baptist executed. I believe 100% that our president just accidentally had somebody executed and then took credit like it was his plan, right. but that's fine. It's a thing that can happen. I believe it. But he had, uh, and the, that's a story that we can tell another time, but John the Baptist executed. John the Baptist was considered a holy man. There were lots of issues after that with the public. Okay, so there were uprisings against right, what they perceived because, as a martyrdom, right. and they don't want to so martyr Jesus. And if Jesus dies at this point at all, mm. he's going to be a martyr. remember, Jesus is a populist character. There are thousands literally following him across the desert wherever he goes. Right. So okay, um, so, so he has this big okay. Right. It's a mob rule situation. Yeah, they need about to the and Pontius Pilate, as much as he you know, very brutally puts down any kind of mob uprising, he doesn't necessarily want to do it either. Okay, and what are the crimes that he is? Um, well, so if he's on trial, what are the crimes that they are leveling against him? The crimes, the initial crimes of the Sanhedrin brought were religious ones that he claimed to be equal with God that he claimed. So, like, heresy mm -hmm. issues. Now, what happens when it got to uh, Pontius Pilate, the claim was uh, he claims to be a king, and there's no king except the emperor. Now, the fact that Sanhedrin is saying this is... And they don't actually believe it, but no, they're like, of course but not. You, your law is Which that you... we can't say we're kings, so <laughs> Which... he's saying he is, so go ahead and take him. It must have resulted in like a double take, I yeah. imagine. Like, wait, what? It's what? Now the speak. emperor, now you, now you are good citizens of the emperor, and you need this person who's speaking treason to be executed, is right. effectively what it is. Yeah. So, I'm sure there must but have been. But had he claimed himself to be king? No. Okay. And when he's asked about it, he says, my kingdom is not of this world. So yeah, Pontius I'm not. Pilate, I'm not laying. Right. I'm not laying map lines here. And I'm not claiming land, and so they see, can't really be mad at that. Right during his lifetime, that there are several attempts to kidnap him and give him some sort of position as king, and he refuses right. to do it. No thanks. This I don't is want not to die. what he does, and he escapes through the crowd. Or well, he, also that would involve making an army. I don't think Jesus wanted no, no, an no, army. Jesus is not big on the army thing. Okay, and then to Herod. So he went to Herod, and then Herod sends him back to Pilate, who still doesn't want to kill but what, him. But in front of Herod, what is the what is the charge? The charge is the same that he's claiming to be a king. A king and, against right, okay. Herod. All right. and Herod wants nothing to do with it. Okay, so him, those two charges are the mm, same. All right, changes him, uh, sends him back to Pontius Pilate, who then uh, at this point there's a mob that's gathered outside of uh, the. Uh, the courtyard, where uh, because again, it's uh, it's still a holy holiday. Uh, holy day. Yeah. So we're still in Passover. Jews do not go under Gentile roofs, so they're not going to come into the area to be judged. Uh, the judgment area that uh, Pontius Pilate has arranged, so they have to go out to this sort of courtyard where they're not going to have a roof over their heads. It's very strange. So, and that includes anybody who was 
doing like all the Sanhedrin and yeah, all, any of their mm-hmm. um, witnesses. They they were all they following brought, the Jewish right. law of the time. They brought their group with them to uh, to make sure that there was a mob crying for Jesus' execution to show that look, all the good loyal Jews who are members of our group. Now, mind you, again, this is first thing in the morning. We don't know exactly. No, um, this is all right. Like you're saying people aren't even awake yet. Going, yeah. Wait, what? What's going on? Okay, because it was pushed through very quickly. So then, they hot potato back to Pontius Pilate, who then mm. says, "Fine, I'm just going to kill him." Well, he tries one more uh, deal, which or two more rather. He has Jesus beaten within an inch of his life. Like, is this close? Is this good enough? Right, ete homo. What's the phrase? Behold the man. There, look at him. This is the guy that you're so afraid of. Uh, is this but, your king? Right. Hey, everybody, watch Black Panther. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure that was borrowed. In. Sorry, that was legitimately no, what I thought I was... Um... There are some Black Panther moments. I mean, everyone's borrowed a little bit from the story. Um, and then when that doesn't work, he tries a trade saying, well, it's a holy day, we can show clemency, we have him arrested, and we have this guy Barabbas who's a murderer. Then everybody in charge is like, we don't want clemency. Right. We want him to. Why won't you just kill him? You'll kill anybody right. else. <laughs> Why won't you just kill this man? So, right. They go, give us Barabbas, and that's which is very famous There's a movie. Well. Yes. Watch it. It's good. And the one with Anthony Quinn. So after beating Jesus within an inch of his life, and still that wouldn't appeal to the Sanhedrin or the crowd, or his attempt at, you know, switching a prisoner out for clemency, Pontius Pilate literally washes his hands in front of the crowd and says, this is on you. Now, Pilate, very snarkily, has Jesus crucified, has a plaque put over his head saying, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Oh, I did this because they told me to do this. Right. I'm, I'm working at the behest of these guys the over Sanhedrin here. The Sanhedrin blows their top saying, he tell right there that he said he was... King of the Jews, and Pilate says, again, very famously, I've written what I've written. In other words, shut up and get out of my... Um, yeah, I don't, I didn't want to I, do this. You wouldn't go right. away. I, this is what I'm doing. This is, you, this is what you get. So. Okay, and at that point, Jesus is crucified, right. et cetera, et cetera. And it's only the beginning. We've but, had yeah, an Easter episode. We don't need to talk about that now. So let's talk a little bit about what impeachment is right. <laughs> and how it's not what how that it's is. How it's not at all being that. dragged around all night and... <laughs> Executed so, the end of it. What impeachment is, is basically like a grand jury situation. So they decide whether or not it goes to trial. They decide whether or not there are, is evidence oh, for okay. charges to be brought. They're just, oh. they're bringing charges is what okay. they're doing. And so they've done uh, a bunch of investigation, n- not least of which would be the Mueller probe, which should have led to impeachment. At that Anderson, point, yeah. the president is an unindicted co-conspirator in several actions in federal court that have other people who are not unnamed mm-hmm. uh, in jail, see Michael Cohen. Several of his inner circle have been arrested for various crimes, fraud mm-hmm. and money laundering and campaign finance violations. And they all did it with the president. Right. This is all going to come and haunt him later. But this is not what he but was But this is not what he has okay. been impeached for. He has been impeached uh, on one count of basically bribery. 
Mm -hmm. uh, basically soliciting Ukraine to investigate a political rival mm -hmm. in exchange for already approved military aid and a visit, I think a state mm -hmm. visit. This was... So then the military aid was already approved and he was just withholding it? Until... He just was holding okay. it, yes. Congress approved it. That's the, that's the problem that Congress is having. That's why they had to kind of do this was because Congress has the power of the purse, as they say. Right. They approve expenditure mm -hmm. and they have approved this expenditure. And Donald Trump, the president, said, well, we have these monies ready and waiting for you. But I'm going to need something for you so first. So it contingent on their first. performing some sort of political interference? And specifically, it was it was investigations into his what he deems as his number one political rival. Right, Whether was, or not that shakes out to be true, and was it just we don't Biden even know. It's Joe Biden son? and his son. I it's, okay. it's the two of them. Okay. But presumably anything that Hunter got was mm -hmm. because Joe Biden was president or was vice president at the time. Right. And you know, initiated it. Now, investigations to those allegations have already been done by Ukraine and by United States officials, and there's nothing, there's no there oh, really? there. Okay. Uh, so even if he wanted to say it was, I was just trying to crack down on corruption, mm -hmm. those investigations were already done. So it's redundant, it's, and so it's blatantly false. The second article of impeachment, the second charge against the president is obstruction of Congress. And that mm -hmm. is, we subpoenaed documents and testimony, and you explicitly, and on Twitter, said, no, we will not be giving you mm -hmm. the documents and the testimony, which would, were court-ordered. And right. there's another case, right, e even as we're recording now, there's another set of documents that have been court-ordered that the White House is uh, refusing to hand over. Jeez, okay. So those are the two uh, articles. Of, those are the two charges mm. against the president. Now, the House of Representatives makes the charges and will be prosecuting, basically. The Senate is where the trial is held. And the Senate is supposed to be made up of impartial jurors. They will all have to take an oath before mm. this thing starts that they will be an impartial juror. Already, I think there are at least seven of them that need to be recused and should not be allowed to even right. sit in the trial because they have said, in no uncertain terms, I am not impartial. I am working with the president hand in glove, is yeah. Mitch McConnell's phrase, uh, which would get you thrown out of a jury if you said, I'm working with the defense counsel. Right. That's not how any mm -hmm. of this works. Mm -hmm. So next up, we have the Senate trial. This is... The only trial that the president will have to go through, as we said, Jesus went through three. He'll mm. only have to go through one. It has not started yet. It hasn't happened yet. So in no way are we in Jesus' territory mm. yet. All during the hearings, during the investigation of the impeachment inquiry, the president was welcomed mm -hmm. to come in, put on a defense, show witnesses, have his attorneys there to see what was going on, declined at every step of the way. They opted not to participate. Right. So to say that they had no say, only that's self-inflicted. Well, here also, I would have to contradict Mr. Laudermilk mm -hmm. on every single point. Yeah. But also the idea that even on the point that, like Jesus, 
Trump refused to defend himself isn't true because Trump has been going to the audience, of, or, or rather the court of public yes. opinion. Rather. He has refused to defend himself mm-hmm. in any legitimate way. In a legitimate way, uh-huh. by having people speak on his defense, witnesses speak for him, or him speaking for himself, or uh, releasing the documents uh, that he says would clear him. So he has declined to defend himself in all legitimate ways, and yes, we'll go to Twitter and attack and yeah. out whistleblowers and uh, call this a witch hunt and compare himself his own self to Jesus, Which is another I thing think. we could... Oh, um, He's done more for religion than anybody. That was his claim, so... <laughs> I, more, just that phrase is yeah, wild. I mean, where, he's what? On, yes, on the Kanye West level of, of hubris. That is spectacular. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that that's had ever been said. Mm. So now we go into a point where we are at an impasse because mm-hmm. the House hears the Senate say we're not going to do a fair trial. And so the House holds on to their charges. Mm-hmm. They do not have, there's no time limit in which they have to release these charges. Right. They can, and, and the inquiry is still open. So more charges could be brought at any time. Now there are more, there's more obstruction of Congress ha- happening Currently, they mm-hmm. probably will not lead to further articles of impeachment because they will fall under the same article, which right. is obstruction of Congress, right? You're just doing more of it. We'll just add more line items for when we actually get to the trial. Mm-hmm. What this is allowing for is more evidence to be collected and shared with the public. The The presidential arm of the Senate does not have the votes to start the trial currently with mm. the rules that they want, which is no evidence, no witnesses, and hey, everyone, just so you know, that's not a trial. Right. <laughs> um, that's what Mitch McConnell and uh, his allies want. The Democrats, some, I think we're at like two moderate Republicans, and the president himself want witnesses and testimony. Now, that the president wants this is foolish mm-hmm. because he does not have a single person who could stand under oath and tell the truth that would make him look good. He did these things. It's proven that he did right. these things. There will be well, no... He also admitted to doing these things. Yes, he's admitted to the... Yes, he's admitted to them uh. and there is evidentiary proof. Now, if we if nobody sees that evidentiary proof, that's an issue. But so but he wants he wants a spectacle because that's all he ever well, wants. This is kind of he wants to be in the public view all the time and that's where he can I think and his supporters do a lot of spinning. Yes. To turn uh, well, they 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 have to do a lot of spinning to turn any sentence mm-hmm. that comes out of his mouth into a a coherent thought. Right. So all they're doing constantly is what he meant was what he meant was what he meant was. Right. That's constantly what's happening. So right now the um, the House is holding on to the impeachment charges, and the trial will go when probably I would say. It is likely, given that more and more evidence to of the president's guilt mm-hmm. comes into public, there will be more people 
in the United States who want an actual trial, right. impeachment trial, uh, where the evidence and the witnesses will come out. Now, even with that, the Senate requires a two-thirds majority to oust the president from office, to remove from office, which is the ultimate... It, it's really... The, the trial... Uh, an impeachment trial can end in one of two ways, mm-hmm. and that is removal from office or not removal from office. Mm-hmm. It's not not guilty. It's not innocent. Right. It's just we didn't have enough people who would remove you from office. And right now, even with public sentiment against the president and with more and more senators maybe willing to adopt the rules of the Senate, which the Democrats are pushing, they only need a, you need a simple majority to adopt mm-hmm. the rules of the trial. So either side could get right. it because it's a four person swing. It's unlikely that removal from office will happen. And right. so at the end of this whole thing, what we will have is a president still in power. What happened at the end of Jesus' trial again? He wound up crucified after being beaten and gored repeatedly over the course of an evening. So we have on one side, mm-hmm. beaten bloody, yeah. hung till dead. Right. And on the other side, remains the most powerful man in the world. Which is a terrifying thought. It is a deeply terrifying but thought. When I, when I looked but at, I, uh-huh. I just don't even understand how we're talking about well, these things in the same sentence. Even, there's not even the same stakes remotely. No. You cannot execute someone for... No what he's done. You could execute him for treason if he was uh, not the President of the United States. Right, and I would argue that he is guilty of treason Mm -hmm. on a number of fronts. I still wouldn't argue for, I don't argue for the execution of people who have committed treason. Mm -hmm. I would argue right now for his removal from office as he is unfit for the presidency and also uh, to be brought up on all the multitude of charges including all of the blatant violations of the Emoluments Clause, and I want him to pay back the taxpayers for the $118 million that Mar-a-Lago has gotten in his presidency so far, as well as, I don't know, that weird thing about the the refuels in Scotland, all of it. I want him to pay back. He says he has all this money. He he owes the country money. I just... this comparison... And then he should go to jail for the rest of his life. <laughs> this comparison to me was so absurd. Which, as far as I'm concerned, could be another 70 years. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he doesn't need to die. nothing morally equivalent between these two people. As a matter of fact, they're exact opposites. Yeah. Actual exact opposites. And so I don't... I, I This is part of that sort of grasping that we see from a lot of conservative leaders. The idea that if I can raise the stakes in a way that people will understand, well, it's like the trial of Jesus. No, it's not remotely like the trial it's of Jesus. It's not even a little bit like in that. In any way, shape, or form, these two people are not comparable to each other. Their value to the world is not comparable. I, I, I don't see it, but I thought that this would be a really helpful point to point out, uh, to make to people, which is this goes beyond exaggeration. It's just wrong. There, there's no way of, there's no validity to this at all. No. 
There isn't. And I'm glad Th- that. There's no validity to mm-hmm. many of the things that both Trump and the people who are desperate to support Trump mm-hmm. say. Right. The, the words that come out of their mouth are more often than not patently false. Well, this is also something that I've seen recently, and it's without going into too much detail because we can another time, the article in Christianity Today mm-hmm. that was asking for Trump's removal. Yes. I think that signaled a turn. And I think this kind of language does too. When we, uh, when I'm now hearing in religious groups the use of the term Trump worship as opposed to Jesus worship, we're now defending this person at all costs. We're making these wild exaggerations and comparisons. We're doing these things and showing that our devotion is actually not towards who we worship, but towards this person for some reason for what he can get us. Right. Yeah. And having... Uh, I'm not sure how to put it, a cost-benefit relationship yeah. with a deeply immoral and problematic person. For the sake or of, deeply immoral and problematic reasons, too. Right. What you want is deeply immoral and problematic as well. Yeah. So, it's only their very restrictive and limited view of Christianity that endorses any of that kind of... Uh, uh, behavior? Behavior, I yeah. guess. Yes. So, so that's... That's that. The, mm. They're not the same. But maybe you learned something about impeachment today. Mm, maybe you learned something about... And, well, I learned mm. something about Jesus today. So. <laughs> he had a very rough couple of days. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. If you liked it, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with a friend. We have an internet home, withoutworkspodcast.com. Our show notes, links to stories we talk about, and transcripts where episodes can be found there. We're also reachable at withoutworkspod at gmail.com, on Twitter at withoutworkspod, and on Facebook by searching withoutworkspodcast. All those links are also available at the website to make it an easy find. So, go check it out. I've been Amity, he's been Lemuel, and we remind you to get out there and do something good. Everybody's got a little light under the sun.